You Not podcast. My name is Greg. And I'm Maggie. And welcome back. Episode two. Um, consistent, I would say. It's our second week recording. And um, it's actually time to actually bring up topics. And I know the first episode was a little bit more of an introduction and us just getting into uh, the swing of things here. But I think um, I'm finally excited to actually get into an actual topic. Oh, me too. And we actually were just talking about, what are we going to talk about? Like, yeah, where are we at tonight? I mean, because this is kind of the first episode, I think. And you don't want to step too heavy and be like, oh. Here's my talk, religious you know stance. I mean? Here's my political stance. Here's how I feel about abortion. Okay, you got me. Now let's, like, and then you just, like, kind of just push people away. And I'm like, I'm not here to push people away. Like, I want you to get to know us, what our stances are, how we live our lives. And then oh, yeah. if we want to get into those deeper topics later on. Then we can. Yeah. But as for now, we're going to lead things kind of... I wouldn't necessarily say light, but like kind of where everybody can relate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because again, like like I was saying with religion and political status, like I don't feel like that defines who you are. I said that in the first episode. I don't think that mm-hmm. defines who you are. So jumping into those episodes right away, I don't. I feel like that would people come listen. It would make us seem put us like in this box. That's exactly yeah. what we are. <laughs> like labeling us in this box, which is very common that I don't want to happen. So I think this was a good topic to be like, hey, like this is a thing that exists in relationships, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the topic we're talking about today is. Like a mix of work-life balance, as well as household chores, household duties, whatever you want to call it, and how, you know, we're going to go into the nitty-gritty about, like, how do we divvy that stuff up? Yeah. Like, how do we handle work and school and our home and time for each other? And this is, like, going to be kind of just the, the start of all of kind, that. Kind of like... <laughs> um if anybody's taking a basic general psych class or anything like that or anything about psychology, a gender roles, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, even if even if you haven't taken a psych class, I mean, you see it in TVs and movies. You know, the man works and provides and the woman stays home and takes care of the, the kids or cooks and cleans and stuff like that. That's what you see across For various normal types heterosexual of relationships. Yes. However, that's not normal for a lot of people. In fact, I'd say that's not normal for a majority of people. Especially in today's economy. Um, oh, yeah, especially... <laughs> Um, so, like, for us, there is no gender roles in our house. (laughs) Um, I would say stereotypically no, but I feel Mm -hmm. like we do have a few. Like Um, I feel like I am the one who fixes most of everything. So, Um, but then, then it goes back to interests. If I had an interest in, you know, building, fixing, whatever the fuck that is, that, then I would take that on. You know what I mean? Like, it, it all lies... Where what the other person wants, and that even goes into our chores. Like, mm-hmm. I'll I'll be the first to admit, Greg does all our laundry. Pretty much. Like, yeah. there's only very few times I run that washer and dryer, <laughs> and that's if like I need something washed immediately. But for the most part, Greg does our laundry, and he's he has been the one to do our laundry our entire you know living together. Probably for over a year. Yeah. Yeah. He he has always been the one to kind of take that on and do the laundry, which I always appreciate. When in our old place, we had to go up. What was it like? A flight of stairs, two flights of stairs to the washer and dryer. And honestly, I was I'm have some foot issues, so that was like a really big thing for me was carrying that laundry up and down those stairs. That was just not ideal. And we didn't have our own washer and dryer, so yeah. we we our laundry be done once. A week. Once a week or every week and a half. Yeah, so it was quite a bit of laundry. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, let's go throw a load in. Yeah. (laughs) So that's something, you know, he's taken that on, but I'm more the person that does dishes. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate dishes. So, like, that's the thing. I hate doing laundry. You hate doing dishes. So, like, it gets divvied up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And that, so, like, no, I don't think we have basic gender roles concrete no yeah but i do think that if something's broken or something's not working even though it is an interest-based thing you're the first person i uh, you i call like no you call i'm the first person you call (laughs) i I messed that up but like like i remember you know for instance maggie has this one big thing to where every time i drive her car i find something wrong with it and she hates it I because she do. thinks I make like you know sitting here being like oh your car's a piece of crap but I like her car. I don't think you think that. What I think is that you're looking for things to be wrong, and I'm like just turn the radio up and leave it alone. That's not how it works. Because for instance, let's one time for no, I'm not even gonna go most recent time, but the one time we drove the car an hour away and it stalled out on me in the middle of the freeway. That has never done that. And too. I had to pull off the side of the road. Meanwhile. 
Meanwhile, your spark plug was it was completely blown. But see, that's which, a you issue. That that car has never done me dirty. <laughs> not but, then, well, that's not a lie because I was driving. I was driving the one. I was like, man, your exhaust sounds really loud. And they said, no, it doesn't. And you're like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, but it does. It's either exhaust or muffler. I go, I'm betting exhaust. And Maggie calls me at work. She's like, call me, please. I, I, she goes, I'm freaking out. I got off the night shift and I'm driving and I'm in a different area where it's really bumpy. And every little bump I had gone over, I heard something clanking and the car was so loud. It was first thing in the morning and I called him freaking out. I'm like, there's something seriously wrong with this car. You're like, I told you. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like, I'm, I don't want to do those moments. I told you, but I'm like, look, I, yes, I find something wrong with the car because I want to get it fixed. That way this doesn't become a bigger and more pricier issue. That's my whole reasoning behind it. Because say for instance, you would kept driving with the muff, the exhaust and the muffler would have got bad or, you know, it could have made anything worse. You could have made gas back up or, um, just, there's a lot of issues that can go wrong when something breaks. So was, that's usually why I'm but, very... Oh no, but, and he was correct. That exhaust pipe was hanging off. Like <laughs> it was literally in half. Um, but no, I, I understand. I just don't like, and maybe that's my, it's my own issue. I've been, you know, heavily judged or critiqued mm. in previous relationships. So that's like a tough spot for me. Like, don't, this is something I pay for. I work really hard for. Please don't talk shit about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I like your car. I mean, granted, um, I, my first car caused me a lot of car PTSD, I would say, <laughs> um, because my car would overheat all the time. And I mean, still to this day with the current car that I have, have, <laughs> I'm kind of waiting to get it back. Um, I, I listen to every little noise. I turn the radio down. You know, when I got it the first week, I'm like, I think the uh, the uh, wheel bearings are bad. And they weren't. But that was just me because the, the your wheel bearings were just bad. And the car before that I had before that, the wheel bearings were really bad. So it, it's just a lot of just like trying to listen to one thing. And then again, I had, when I was working, we had that blowout on the side of the road because the guy was like, oh, the wheel bearings are fine. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> But, and then we're on the side of the road. But no, and that's what, but that more or less what I'm talking about is like, um, if I break down the side of the road, I call a tow truck, I figure out what's going on, or, you know, number one, or two, I, I three, or three, I call my dad. Because I can call my dad and be like, hey, the car's going, blah, 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 and he'll be like, oh, that's this. And I'm like, how do you even know that from the sound I just made? <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm not that sound when it comes to mechanics but i'm not gonna call maggie first and be like hey, like i'll let you know but i'm like hey maggie my car's broke down it's going blah, blah, blah. what should i do and you're gonna be like i don't know greg take it to a <laughs> take it to a shop i mean that's what you would tell me so i mean again like i said we, there are some stereotypical gender roles that we have is that the only one i w- i would say for, or and like i'm also the one who hangs the pictures um, in the house. Again, stuff you like to do. I know. And if I hung up any picture in this house, it'd be crooked. I, I don't, know. I have an eye for crooked. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, look straight. And then you but look no, at it and you're like, oh, yeah. shit. But <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I mean, we both take out the trash, but I'm predominantly do. I take out the trash quite a bit. Um, or and again, it's difference in, in living situation, yeah. right? Our old place, we'd have to go through a big long hallway all the way, like clear across the parking lot through a trash way. Here... Or dumpsters right next door. Yeah. So literally it's a house over. It, literally a house over. So it's like it's a lot easier for me to just like, oh, let me grab my shoes, grab the trash by. And I do take the trash out quite a yeah. bit. Um I don't know if there's anything else I can think of. I Not know. for like our but my whole point of that that tangent was like, it's okay to have stereotypical gender roles in your household. Like it doesn't mean As long as it works for everybody. It, as long as it works for you. I think you know, there's a lot of neg- I think there's a lot of negative connotations with when it comes to anything stereotypical. Oh no, men don't do this, or oh no, women don't do this. It's like no, we. It's okay if we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. You, I, I don't think you should label somebody as this stereotypical thing. But to say that hey, men find more interest in mechanics compared to women um, when it comes to cars or whatever. That, that's I mean that's something you could probably prove. Um, maybe just because you know the way our brains work, but. Um, it's okay to say men and women have different tendencies. Just don't label them in a box being like, this is what they are. No, I, uh, I think personally, though, I think it's situational. I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't say men have more interest in something over than women. I would say like, okay, like it depends. Like in our relationship, yeah, you do have more interest in more stereotypical, like masculine things than I mm-hmm. do. But 
that doesn't make a difference. You know so, what I mean? so here's my argument about that. And I don't think we've ever really talked about this, um, which is kind of fascinating. We can do it over the, the um, over the podcast. Um, construction, for instance, you see a majority of that field is male. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's in one, is it because they can do it or does it because two women don't have as much interest in it? When I, when I, when I'm coming at you or coming at the situation in general and saying, Hey, men have a more interested, uh, men tend to have a more interest in this field compared to women. That's not saying no women has interest in this field and that we should say saying, women shouldn't have this, like shouldn't have an I'm, interest. I'm counteracting your normal argument, which is show me the stats on that. If I had, I mean, I could so probably. Like, find I mean, no, we don't need that. But I'm just saying, like, that's where I turn to that too, because yeah. I really, I really don't feel like you can generalize like an entire group. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you generalize, but I think it's okay to have a blanket statement saying men tend to have a more it's interest all in this in the field. language. Yeah, because I can't. I'm not going to say men definitely like to work on cars more than women, mm-hmm. or men definitely. You know, women are definitely more nurse. There's definitely more women nurses than there are men because I can't give you the stats on that. If I can give you the stats right now, and I probably could find them um, or something close to them, then yes, I would. I would make that statement. But I'm saying by based off your everyday life and your everyday experience and what you see on it every day, I can. I think I can generalize the fact that. Men tend to have more interest in this field, and women have more have tend more have more interest in this field. That doesn't mean that men can't do this and women can't do this, mm-hmm. or that women have no interest in this whatsoever. Yeah, I think that's where I'm trying to say, like, hey, it's okay. It, I'm what my thing to the audience was: it's okay to have stereotypical tendencies. Doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing, as long as yeah. you're just not labeling people into that box. Like, oh, that man works on cars. That means he probably doesn't take care of his kids as much, and he probably works all this time. And like, you're just adding all the other stereotypes onto that one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a real issue. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. So, like in our house, there are certain stereotypes. Um, the one in particular that I do follow, and that's okay. But that doesn't. I don't neglect our time together. I don't neglect our relationship, and. Um, you know, I don't come home and beat you. So, like, there's, there's, like, those masculine, like, old school stereotypes of a manly man. I feel like those don't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shouldn't exist the way they should. But it, stereotypes are okay to exist in a bubble, but not yeah. but not in this grander scheme. Oh, yeah. So, to kind of take it back now, um, the way that we divvy stuff up in our house is not concrete. Like, we don't just no, expect... The other person to do it. So we actually implemented something in our old place. It, it's literally a chore chart. Yeah, and like, I mean, it's like we're children. So it's it's not like with children where like, I don't know, growing up, my mom had us do chore charts where it was like, we had a set list of chores, like make our bed um, or so and so. And then as times change, you know, the yeah, chart has changed. So, like, for example, like, then at one point when I was in high school, we rotated weeks. So, like, one week I had bathroom, my sister had kitchen, my brother had living room, you know, somebody had floors. So, it always rotated. But for us, it's kind of just like a checklist. Like, here's the shit we need to do today, and here's the shit we need to do weekly, and just check it off if you do it. Yeah. And it gets done, because then we look and we're like, oh, nobody did this today, let me do it real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's usually pretty even some weeks are definitely heavier you or some weeks are definitely heavier me. oh absolutely um when it comes to the weekend tasks that's usually all mine the week tasks oh yeah usually those um, but those daily tasks you seem to tackle more than i do well and it's all in routine right mm-hmm. like i i have my routines and a lot of times they divvy but like it is very routine for me to be like, oh, dishes are done. Let me empty. Let me reload. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, after, you know, nighttime settles, we're done cooking dinner. We're done eating dinner. Let me pack it up. Let me wipe down the counter, start a load of dishes. Yeah. Like, it's it's routine. Um, for, same with cleaning the litter box. I think it's disgusting for the cats to have to, you know, stand in where they pee and pooped for the past day. Like, I, I try to clean that every yeah. single day. Um, versus, like, you know, you definitely get the, those weekly stuff done, like, the grocery shopping, cleaning out the fridge. Like, that's a lot. You do most of those things. Mm. Deep cleaning the bathroom, getting the floors. Um, and I brag about them all the time at work. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I work all weekend and I'm in school all week. So for me, you know, I'm at work and, you know, a lot of the women I work with are like, oh, my God, I have to go home and do laundry. I have to go clean. And they have husbands who are at home, you know, with their kids or doing whatever. But it's like... I'm like, oh, I'm actually very lucky. I get to go home to a clean house. Like, 
Greg handles everything on the weekends and it just makes me feel so relieved that that's just something I can take off my plate. And that's so nice. And granted, I could do probably a lot of that deep cleaning stuff on like Wednesdays or days that the one day a week I don't have school. Yeah. But at the time, but you, I mean, just up until recently, you were working. It was up until last week. I was working every Wednesday, every Wednesday yeah. as well. So I was doing class Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I was working Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. So I wasn't getting a day to do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it is really but nice. But I th- I, th- and, and correct me if I'm wrong. The reason I think you tackle the daily tasks is because you're getting home way before me. Like, oh, throughout the Most week. Most of the time, Throughout yes. the week. Yes. I mean, you're home by, like, 4 o'clock max. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout, sometimes 11. You know, sometimes noon. I haven't been um, home by that time in a while. But, so, what I'm saying is, like, I don't, I'm working 12 hours, like, all week, pretty much. And yeah, like so the three, four days, four, yeah, Is it four? yeah, about four. So, I mean, I'm working those 12 hours like four weeks out of five. I get one weekday off, so like that weekday, I focus on my schoolwork mainly and like just trying to catch up. And like, uh, because all my discussion posts are due on Thursdays and stuff along those lines, like stupid stuff like that. But then the weekend, I'm like, okay, I can still tackle school, I can get this house deep clean, and I can do all this. Um, and that's that's I think I think we finally got a system that we has that works for us. us. Yeah, and and now with your Wednesdays off, I mean, I think that does open you up to being able to take on like maybe just vacuuming or Oh, absolutely. And but the thing is, I want to emphasize this, is we never sat down and was like you're doing this, I'm doing this, you take this, I take yeah. this. And I mean, we it's... just kind of let it be neutral and somebody just picks it up. But I will say like if there's a week that somebody lacks, the other picks up. Yeah. It's not like Greg does every single thing in this house and I just kind of live here or vice like, versa. Or vice versa. And, and, and my advice to um let, let me talk to because I'm I I, I want to be inclusive um to every relationship, but I am not um I've never dated inside my own sex and I've never dated like I've never I was never a woman when I was never dated a woman. You know what I mean? So like what I'm talking about what I'm about to say is more towards the heterosexual couples right now. Mm-hmm. Um I know there is a stereotype where men don't like to clean. And stuff like that. So let me, to, for me, on the man sp- uh, aspect of this, let me just say, a lot of the chores I hate doing. Mm-hmm. Um, do I mind going to the store? Not really. Um, do I hate cleaning out the fridge and dusting? Absolutely. But the thing is, is that in order to have a high-functioning uh, one household and two relationship, I think there, there, you, there's give and take. Oh, like, I, like, I get you. Listen, I'm a gamer. I get this. That's a big part of today's... Um, uh, culture, I would say. A lot of people play video games nowadays compared to what they used to. But I don't ever let stuff like that affect our household or our relationship. It's okay to put down a controller and play a game. Or I, I or, or like, hey, I, I gotta go to the gym for three hours. Well, no, you go for one and just, you know, clean the house or something. You know what I mean? Along those lines, like, coming from that aspect of, like, I understand that you want your free time and you want your time, your peaceful time. And I, I get that 100%. But, like, it, it doesn't take that long to clean a room. No. Clean a room. You can do it in 30 minutes, 40 oh, minutes. absolutely. You can clean two in an hour. And the thing is, is, like, I think that we do a really good job at, like, so first of all, I don't dust. I'm allergic to dust. I will be a freaking mess in hives. I won't get hives, was, but I sneeze like crazy. If I was dusting. Versus Greg, if he uses the Mrs. Myers, he gets like sneezy and my it takes my breath away. It does something. It like to you, messes yeah. up my respiratory. But um, so that's why, like, if it comes to like cleaning the counters or the fridge, like I don't mind doing those things. Uh, see, I just cleaned the fridge out last night. I've kind of been experiment with that because I use that Myers to clean the bathroom. It seems if I use like a certain amount, I have no issues. But anything over, over that, that, if I over that, threshold. Then, yeah, there's like a line there and I don't know how much it is yet. Hmm. But if I get that, I'm just like, I have trouble breathing. Like, it's like it messes with my respiratory. It feels like something's in my lungs. Well, and then I feel, sh- and then I'm like, well, then don't clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do something different. But, um, no, I feel like we definitely, like I said, we pick up where the other one lacks. Like, for example... <laughs> One time, we decided, okay, at Sam's, we're going to buy these Swiffer pads in bulk to mop the floor. And we got this big old box of them. We're like, oh, we're just going to last us forever. Well, we get home just to realize they're freaking lavender. <laughs> and so, and, and I am allergic to lavender, which means I'll break out in hives. So now, if he mops the floor and it's dry, it doesn't bother me. But when it's wet, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. So if I mop 
I have to like immediately like once I pick up the pad I gotta wash my hands or like after as I'm mopping I gotta like either a wear socks and wash my feet I have to do something so it's it's definitely like I can do it it's just super inconvenient for me knowing that I'm gonna break out in high yeah so, <laughs> so I mainly I've, so he does the mopping when I'm not here or in a different area where I'm not gonna be on the floor until it's dry yeah um but yeah, we, like I said, we really do a good job at divvying a lot of stuff up. Now, when it comes to like that work-life balance though, I feel like, you know, I remember you coming to me and you're like, how do you get so much shit done during the day? Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I feel like you were a little <laughs> bit more time managed than I was. Um, but at the same time, you know, because and I'll let you tell that story. Mm-hmm. But I think looking back on that story now... I, I came to you like what was it like a month or two later and I'm like man I got I get a lot of shit done in the day like I realized that like it just from my perspective it looked like you were getting more done than me but in reality like we were pretty on an even playing field it just so the difference was is I think you were telling me you get overwhelmed like you were getting overwhelmed because you came to me and you were like I don't understand how you're getting so much shit done during the day. Yeah. You're like, how are you not overwhelmed? How are you finding the time mm-hmm. to do all of these things? And I had told you, I was like, well, like I, I pretty much run on a mental schedule constantly. So like, I know like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have to wake up at this time to, you know, that I have this much time to like get ready. Eat. I have to also wake up early, take my meds. Then I have to wait. Then I have to, you know, brush my teeth. I get X, Y, and Z. Then I go to class and then that commute takes like, 20 minutes, but really I need to leave an hour early so I don't have anxiety about it. Then I get there. Then, I, oh, did I charge my computer? It's just a constant thing. But my day runs on a schedule. Yeah. It can deviate all the time, but at least I allow myself that time to know what's ahead and what I need to accomplish during the day. And I think once you, you like downloaded an app, you were like keeping track of things. I think that really helped you because you realize like, oh, wow, I actually have more time than I realize, you know what I mean, to get shit done. And another big, another big factor I think played into that is I deleted social media. Yes. A hundred percent. Like, I mean, I scrape, I've still TikTok, but I don't find myself scrolling through it for hours anymore. I don't really have an interest in it because I think my feed has gotten to this point to where it's like, um, it's my interests. I'm not getting anything outside of that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's really dangerous to keep scrolling through because like now right now my feed is modern warfare um some political clips and then um something else i forget what it is it's like um not weight loss but it's something in that field like stuff that i've kind of been watching a little bit more of mm-hmm. that pops up my thing meanwhile like the funny stuff has gone to the side i don't see it anymore for some reason, you remember I was sending you all these funny videos oh, yeah. because that's like I was in the world of like these memes and stuff and people just making funny content and I don't find that content anymore for some reason. It's not like I chose to get rid of it. It's all in the algorithm. But yeah, it's the algorithm. So now that my feed is stuff that I already know or stuff that I don't feel like wanna, I want to hear as much, even though it's part of like my interests, it's not my interest that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that the funny stuff's gone, I don't, it doesn't bring me into the app anymore and be like, oh, let me see all this funny stuff that's going to make me laugh. Yeah. It's more or less, I don't want to hear about the politics today. I don't care about your opinion. Oh, Modern Warfare 2, you're playing Modern Warfare 2 and you don't like the new movement system? I don't care. I, yeah. I'm having fun. Um, so, or like weight loss stuff, I'm like, oh, just make me feel shitty about my body because you got a six pack and I don't. like. So I don't want to oh, see yeah. it. So that's where I feel like that's probably why I don't – that's why I feel like I do have more time because I'm not finding an interest to hop on TikTok and find videos that I, are going to make me laugh or I enjoy really. Oh, yeah. So for me, you know, I've actually found myself not really using a whole lot of different things as to social media other than um, <laughs> other than TikTok. Yeah. Um, because, like, truthfully – Instagram is literally just people posting screenshots from Twitter. And I don't use Twitter anymore. I have one. I just don't use it. And then Facebook. I, I mean, we Facebook. have a Twitter at yeah. the ready or no, not. No, but I mean, like, I don't use my personal No, Twitter. I know. I'm just But then, like, on Facebook, I, you know, like, I'll get on Facebook and, like, just scroll through and be like, oh, my God, so-and-so's having a baby. Oh, my God, so-and-so's getting married. Like, that's great. But I'm not, that's not my go-to. I read Reddit, certain pages. Like the morning paper. <laughs> I like get up, I get my little drink, and I sit in my recliner and I scroll through Reddit. Yeah. But then I don't do that all day. Yeah. And so, like, I have TikTok. I do kind of the same thing. But that's during my, in my head, my allotted self-care time. Like, my, let me take a break. I, I will me say, time. Your, your night consumption of TikTok is 
atrocious. Mine? Yeah. Like, when we're laying in bed, it's just like, you have like a half hour, 45 minutes of scrolling through TikTok. Yeah, it's a lot, It's actually. too much. <laughs> you like, actually I, fell asleep last night, and I was awake for a whole other two hours. <laughs> like, you, she, I, I will literally go to sleep, and she will still be watching TikToks. Like, I'm just, I don't know how you do it. Um... That's too much. Maybe it's because I make them. I don't know. I don't. I mean, are you? I'm not making them at that. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, are you what? Because I I hear these sounds just going off in my ear. So I. So when I'm editing my TikToks, that takes me anywhere from like, it. I mean, honestly, minimum twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. But like most of the time, like, because it's not. I've already told you, like. I lengthen all the clips, and then I pick the sound at that length, and then it all resets once I add the sounds. Then I have to re-lengthen everything. Then I have to add in the text. Then I have to, you know, if it's a voiceover, then I got to do that. And that voiceover, sometimes I do that 20, 30 times because I said something weird or I jumbled my words or something, or the cat's meowing, or I hear the fan. So I redo it about 20 times. That's what I like about podcasting. So that goes, but then that goes to show, like, for TikTok, it's a little different because I can either record it immediately on the app, but for me, if it's multiple clips, I just record it on my phone, yeah. and then I add the clips together. But that's something I want to advance into. Like, I've even thought about looking into getting, like, like a vlog camera. I've looked into doing different things as things grow because I like how that quality looks. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, you have an iPhone 13. I haven't figured out how to maximize its quality, yeah. <laughs> like, at this point. Well, I mean, it's not as good um, as the Samsung cameras, but... I need to... I don't like the way your camera works, I'm going to be honest. I I think it looks weird. Well, I mean, it depends on the, the camera. We well, well, you know I have, like... Well, I mean, if you're talking about the front one, but it, on the Samsungs, I have... we There's, like, there's a lot in... There's, like... Six different camera settings. No, I understand that. I'm saying when we take pictures on your phone, I feel like it looks weird. But I, I mean, whatever. I, but you also can mess with like the grain and stuff, and I don't have no. I, don't I know that. Like mine is like beer pair minimum. But if I mean, and and and, I, and there's comparisons about like which cameras are higher quality. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't need to get into no. phones right Anyways, now. Anyways, turn back around. We were talking about you know TikTok use. Then we were turning yeah. and talking about just but, time no, management. It's, it's time management. Yeah, like that that work life balance. Like I'm saying, like I think that was one of the biggest steps for me is cutting out the social media because I found myself on Twitter like for at least an hour a day just getting angry at comments that I uh, that I never read. Like, I never yeah. read... Like, I would read them and I never responded. Because I was never a keyboard warrior. I was like, I'm going to tell you my opinion right now because I hate mm-hmm. yours. I would just get mad. Like, how can you be this stupid? Like, how can you be this blind? Are you this uneducated? Like, for instance... And, and I don't want to get into politics, but I got a funny story and I didn't get to tell you today. Um, one of my coworkers said... Um, one of the coworkers went, hey, did everybody vote today? Is everybody going to vote after work? And, I, and um, one of the people was like, yeah, we're going to go vote. She was, everybody should vote. And I said... I disagree. I don't think everybody should vote. And she goes, what do you, she goes, no, like everybody should get out and vote. I go, no, I think you should be educated in voting. I go, because I think I say a bad casted vote or poorly, a misinformed casted vote is worse than not voting, in my opinion, because you don't know the ramifications you have with that vote. Like that, that's what I was explaining. And she goes, that's too, she goes, you just break it down so much. And I was like, yeah, because my brain's very analytical. I I go through motions Mm -hmm. of like, when you tell me information, I process it at a rap. And I'm not a genius by any means, but I process it at a speed to where I break a lot of stuff down. And then I give you a very analytical answer most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, one of the other boys, you know, or I'm not going to say your name on here, um, goes, she was, oh, no, I'm not going to go vote. And then everybody in the, our doctor was there and he was laughing. And she was, I don't know the difference between Congress and the Senate. And everybody was like, like, did you not pay attention in like, school? Like, did you not go to middle yeah. school history And I just class? went, don't vote. I was like, do not vote. Yeah, just stay away. Stay vote. away. If you do not understand it, do not vote. I hate the campaigns that say, get out and vote. Get out and vote. It's just to push their colors. It's not be like, hey, you should make educational votes. Again, off the politics. But I thought that was a funny story yeah. to this topic because it's one of those things where I was just like, it's it's misinformation. A, a lot of it. And um, and I'm, I, where was I? Uh, <laughs> we were talking about time management. Yeah, time management. But I went off that tangent there. And the only reason I did is because I, I wanted to tell you that story. And um, But it, it's one of those things uh, where... You got to use your time precisely. 
Mm-hmm. You've got to understand what you're using your time on. And that's what I mean by social media. I was finding myself doing stuff like that. Like listening to people who were just very misinformed. That's what I, that's where I that's went off into. Full yeah, circle. Full circle. Um, that's where I was just like, I would do, I would spend time on that just getting angry at misinformation or people getting misinformed. And once I got away from that, I do feel I have more time. I do feel that my time's opened up. Getting off Instagram, getting off all the stuff that I'm scrolling through. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Like, I, um, before I was worried about deleting Instagram because I want to get my gaming news or my football news or anything like that. And I still have found ways to get those outside of the social media part. Yeah. I have my sports app. You know, I can look – I go to YouTube and I type in uh, IGN or something and they can tell me, like, I get to look at the videos throughout the day. Anything happened in the world of gaming that I might be interested in. And then I know, oh, I look at this thing. I'm like, okay, that video happened. Let me watch it. Oh, that game looks interesting. And then I click off. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything by getting off social media. Yeah. And I feel like social media is a huge time waster. A hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. And I, I get it because it's addictive. It's fun. It's a good, it's, it's a mindless way to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's dangerous though, too, because you get a lot of people who procrastinate by doing it. I mean, you're a perfect example. But at the same time, like, and we actually were just talking about this. I don't know who it was that I was talking to. Oh, it was my clinical instructor when I did Sim Lab. Yeah. She said, we were talking about social media, and she, because it was a small group, it was literally me, three other students in this this Sim Lab clinical instructor, and she was talking about, she said, do you guys use TikTok? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, yeah. And we were talking, and, you know, Gabby was like, not so much. (laughs) My friend Gabby said, not so much. My other friend said, you know, no, not me either. My teacher said, I don't know what it's for. I don't know. What is the point of TikTok? I said, well, the point, I said, I can't even tell you why it was created, but I can tell you a lot of people make funny videos. There's trends. I said, but there's a lot of really, there's educational stuff too. She's like, really? And I said, yeah. I said, in fact, I had just seen a video and I showed, I showed my fiance the other night and it was from a embryologist and they were showing like literally it was footage of them the sperm swimming around in this petri just finding the egg and it was like the embryo development from egg to embryo like it was so interesting and i said and i would have never seen that yeah and so i was telling her like and i went through this page and i was seeing all these interesting things and she's like wow that's actually really cool it is. I said, and then we see sweet videos like that, that crazy old doctor in Texas that's like, you're pregnant. I send them to Greg every time. And I'm like, look how cute this is. Like, I just love this. But then you see like weird things and you're like, <laughs> like that mullet guy. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not give anybody, like, we're, we're not popular by any means, but let's not give clock to where it does not deserve. Um, but no, but I do feel, and again, that's, that's great. I think that's a very, there's very much educational. My, my thing is, is that you have you kind of have to have that mix, right? Of non-educational mm-hmm. and educational. Because if you just make an app where it's educational videos, then no one's gonna be nobody's going to really watch it. Um, but I feel like that was a great thing for me, kind of getting rid of social media. And that's when we and, and back to um, saying you have so much time. I do feel I have I've had more time. Um, I also and, and just and when we had that discussion, I was working ridiculous amount of hours yeah he was picking up quite a bit and it was it was a lot yeah i was working what was it almost 60 to 70 hours a week it was too much but you know full circle we're going back to you know our house and things like that i kind of want to we've gone off for too long now <laughs> well no we're still in the work-life balance phase um okay because we were talking about like time wasting which yeah. is like i feel like um it's okay to waste time but I um like a controlled waste. Yeah, time. yeah. Because I mean, uh, again, one of my favorite things to think is um, time is the only thing you can spend that mm-hmm. you can't get refunded, and you never know how much of it you actually have. Yeah. Like um, people, um, I've had that conversation with my own father, being um, in terms of like, hey, time is one thing that you can spend an enormous amount of, but you can never get it back. Yeah. You can never add to your time collection. You can never say, hey, I got more time to do this. Because you, you never know. Because it's one thing that you spend so much of. Time is like debt. that you It's an unlimited amount of debt that it's going to run out eventually. But you don't know when. Mm-hmm. Or unlimited is a bad word because if it's unlimited, it goes on forever. But you have a set amount of debt. That's like if a bank came to you and said, hey, I've got money in the bank for you. Okay, how much? Well, I can't tell you that. Just spend until you 
figure till you, t- you, t- you hit your limit. And when's that? When's that limit? It could be tomorrow. It could be a dollar. Could be like, oh, <laughs> my card's empty. It's it. It's yeah. the right. So that's where I'm like, that's where I think it is okay to waste your time. But I do think you, I think it's important to start looking into where you're wasting time. And that's why I think um, I, uh, Samsung, and I don't know if Apple does, because again, I'm not well versed in Apple products because I, I think they're awful. Um, the, unless it's an iPad, I kind of want one of those. But um, I have a thing on the front of my phone that tells me what I'm wasting my time on. Yeah, we have the same thing. Okay. Screen usage. Yeah. So I think that's also important to be like, hey, I am spending four hours on TikTok a day. Like, what can you do in four hours? A lot. Um, I think you can do so much. If I look at my my screen usage right now, um, oh, student finances. Cool. Um, Today alone, I have spent two hours and 49 minutes on my phone. 52 of those minutes has been TikTok. (laughs) 33 has been Chrome and 27 was Maps because I was using uh, Maps to get to the voting place because I didn't know exactly where it was. Um, Apparently mine was turned off. So, so I can't but, even tell you what it was. So she's not trying <laughs> to understand where how much because she doesn't want to know. I used to see it and it was always my social media was quite a bit more mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, every single day than anything else. Um I can't give you a number. It's been a while. Yeah, and that's that's fine. I'm just saying, like, that's... I think I get where they're going with that because I do think it's it's a huge time waster. And it doesn't really give you... Because you... I don't... Like, when I play video games and I beat a game or when I'm playing Call of Duty, at the end of it, I kind of feel fulfilled. I'm like, hey, this is something that I worked to spend time (laughs) doing. When I get off social media or TikTok, I never feel fulfilled. I never feel like, oh, my God, like, I work so hard to sit and scroll through TikTok videos. Yeah. That's, that's like what I'm trying to say. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And, um, but again, but I think there's other ways, you know, of time management because like it's, it's hard being a full-time employee and a full-time student. Like people don't, people don't realize that. And Maggie just had an issue today where, you know, somebody's getting, I wouldn't say a free ride, but as close as you can get and complaining about money. Yeah. Like, I think that's such. It was, it was almost like kind of like a smack upside the head. Because I was sitting there, like, holding my tongue, like, you have no fucking clue. Like, I'm very fortunate that you can work full-time hours and do school on your own pace. Mm -hmm. Unlike myself, where I have set hours I have to be in school, that it makes it very hard to work around. Yeah. So, I'm thankful that my job has something called a weekend program, where I'm working 24 to 26 hours in a weekend period, but it's considered full time. Yeah. But my checks are smaller. So I'm very fortunate that I have a partner here that is kind of picking up those hours to make our checks essentially the same together. But at the same time, I know not everybody has that luxury yeah. and I'm very fortunate for that. But it does suck to see my checks go like hundreds of dollars shorter. Yeah. Because I've, but. At the same time, I also pick up during the week if they have something. Yeah. If it's something small, I pick it up because I have the time. If I have the time. But for the most part, yeah, it does suck. But it was like a smack upside the head because it's like, I work very hard. You work very hard. We work very hard collectively and are doing this full time. And we don't have help. It's yeah. just the two of us. So yeah, it was a smack in the head. Like, how dare you complain? I just think a lot of people don't realize how good they have it until, until it's not there anymore. Until it's not there. Exactly. Because it's like, there's, there's a lot of people that I've met, and I'm, this is probably not the majority of Americans or even people in the world, but there's a lot of people I've met in my life that have this huge safety net that if it doesn't work out, they can go back to their parents or they can live with their parents while they're doing this and they don't have to work a full-time job or their parents are paying for the college and stuff like that. But then they sit and they complain about not having time and how stressful their life is and stuff like that. And I'm like, you have no idea what stressful is until you don't have that safety net. Like, because tomorrow, if we lost our jobs, you know, and we did not have an income. We would have a very short amount of time before we were literally homeless. We we, we would be homeless. Like, Like, I'm not saying our parents wouldn't try to help us. But let's be honest. Your mom and dad have... Other children, they, they need have to four take, other children they need to take care of. Yeah, and then two are younger and live with them. So, and then let's be honest, like my dad would help us, but, and my mom is in no, and, and we don't want to get into that this episode, but my mom is in no place to help us. 
And my dad would try to help us, but at the same time, I mean, we couldn't live off my dad. Like, we couldn't live in his house, really. Yeah. So it's like, we would have to figure it out. Meanwhile, there's some people who are living at home, and there, there is, unless they, like, really mess up and, like, bring drugs in the house or whatever, there is no real uh, consequences to losing a job. Yeah. That's what is, like, so mind-boggling to me, is that... You want to sit here and act like how tough you had. And I get it. School can be tough, man. Like, you can have bad instructors. Deadlines can be tough. Because you can have no interest whatsoever. Because I get that. There's classes I, I'm like, I don't want to do this class. And I'm working a full-time job. Yeah. So I get that. But for people to be like, oh my god. Like, I don't have... I have no time in the world. No time in the world. Well, I look at you and I look at me now. And I'm like, well, we make time still. Somehow yeah. we make time to get so much done, even this short period of time. And we go to bed like old people. <laughs> like We go to bed early and we get up early. And for you to say that there's no time, I feel like, is just, then what are you doing with the time you do have? My favorite quote is, you and I both have the same 24 hours. Yeah. What you do with it is your business. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it feel, I almost feel kind of shitty saying like, Oh, you don't like. It's almost like, well, you don't understand my struggle. Like, no, like everybody has their own struggle, but at the same time, yeah, there's like, and I've seen people, you know, certain Reddit pages where we talk about somebody who claims that like they're so busy, they're so busy, and their job is literally to make TikToks and they sit at home all day. But you know what? I I won't even get in that because I feel like content creating, especially like certain ones, it is a full time job. Yes, lazy ones. That claim it's super, super busy, you literally have nothing else going on. Yeah. It, this is your job, so make it a job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, th- make it fun, but make it a job. Like, when I was streaming, I was streaming probably six hours a day, starting mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock, or 11 a.m. to, like, 4. Mm-hmm. Or 4 to 5. No, it was 5. 11 to 5. Every day, I was streaming when I was on Mixer. My fan base grew very well, and I was doing very well. That became a full-time job for me. But what else were you doing at that time? You know what I mean? I was finishing high school mm-hmm. and I was teaching myself graphic design to make my stream better. But that's what I'm saying. But like you weren't going to like a nine to five. No, I was. But like that's what I'm saying. Like this was a source I, of income. So you made it a priority. Yeah. And I had. A source of income. But, but not just that. It wasn't a huge source of income at the time because I had to start from zero. Mm-hmm. But I made enough money um, doing my previous job to where I had enough money in my account to take a year off. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, I I ended up with zero dollars at the end of that year. But in that year, I will say, it was time well spent. I lost weight. I got my diploma. I grew a stream at the time. I, I learned a lot. I learned graphic design. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about editing. I learned how to do audio and stuff. Like, there's a lot of value I took exactly. out of that. And But you utilized your 24 hours. Yes. You weren't making half-ass shit and being like, my life is so hard. <laughs> like, no, your life is not hard. I had no bills really That's at the what time. I'm saying. That was one of the best times of my life because I had no real responsibilities besides like my own that I, I gave myself. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not. And listen, if you're a content creator, like I understand, if you're a good content creator and you put so much effort and so much time and work into your content, it shows. It definitely shows, and that is a full time job. And you are absolutely allowed to be tired. I was referring to somebody in particular who half asses their shit, and then it's. Like, my life is so busy. No, it's not. <laughs> I can see every second of it. It's not. <laughs> like, it's not busy. You but, pouting in your backyard is not but busy. But I, I think it's it's oh it's okay. Um, it's okay to say, hey, look, I got a lot going on, right? It's and it's okay to tell somebody else you got a lot going on. I don't think you should ever compare your situation no. to everybody else. Again, to me. Again, quoting our favorite quotes, the worst thing that has happened to you is the worst thing that has happened to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very accurate statement. And I think that's a very nice statement. Um, because, like, you can't understand somebody else's struggle. I think it, it does feel like a slap in the face. Especially, I mean, look at probably, I mean, look at single moms. You know, a lot of those, I'm not even going to say stereotypical single moms. But what about the, stere- the single moms? Single parents, yeah. Single moms or single, yeah, whatever. Single parents. Single parents. But that work two to three jobs was somehow still, like, make it to their kids' recitals, to their soccer games. Like, for you to say you don't have the time, with that person's doing that in the same 24 hours that you have. You make, you, it's all, it's all what you make it. And I understand everybody's situation is different. 
Absolutely, I understand that. But like I said, I don't know. We all have the same 24 hours. It's how you manage it. Mm -hmm. It's all situational. But that's what... So back to work-life balance. There... I want people to understand that if you're a new student or if you're in a new relationship and you want to divulge that time into somebody or some activity or whatever and you feel like that you're good, something else is going to lack, that's absolutely the truth. You know what I mean? Like you're going to you're going to have to – I'm not going to say give it up, but you're going to have to sacrifice time for that thing. I got into a relationship – I got a full-time job. I became a full-time student in a full-time relationship. How like, what? Did, so what What did I have to sacrifice? One, I had to sacrifice my video game time. Mm-hmm. I had to sacrifice my, my free time to play video games. And that might sound awful, but I'm telling myself in five to ten years when I'm making – when I have a career and when I'm my kids are happy, I have a nice house and stuff like that, I will be able to take time. Yeah. A little bit more. And I still take time. There is still time to do it. Never, never That's give part it of up. that balance. It's your me time. Yeah. Never give it up. But to say that some of your interests, or you might have to get rid of an interest. Like, I don't, I don't draw anymore. Or I don't do graphic design anymore. I've kind of given that up. I don't stream really anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I, that was a, not because I had to. That yeah. was a choice. That was a choice to be like, okay, what's going to benefit me? Streaming now in an oversaturated platform that is, has so many streamers where I would have to make so much content to kind of grow and yeah. stuff like that or finishing school and doing something that I kind of really, really want to do. And that was, you know, being a psychiatrist is something that I feel like I really, really want to do. And I feel like that, that, that dream has been there for the last two, over two years now um, to where I feel like I'm very much working constantly towards mm-hmm. every day. So what would you say, like, how do you do your work-life balance other than, you know, you cut out the social media, you're mm-hmm. finding, like, what, what is your, like, what do you do? Habit tracking has been a very good thing. There's an app I download, and I'm not, and this is by no means a sponsor. I found an app on my Android, and again, it might not be on uh, Apple, but it's called Habit Tracker. I paid $5 for a year subscription. Um, not a year, a lifetime subscription. It's $5. For a lifetime subscription, and you can you can go in and you can assign like what you want to do every day, what you want to do a, a couple times a week, mm-hmm. what you want to do maybe once a month, mm-hmm. um, and stuff on that has been like schoolwork is an everyday task. I want to do something a little bit in schoolwork, even if it's been twenty minutes, thirty minutes of reading my assignment or watching a video. I put that hey, I did some schoolwork today, um, showing that I put some time into that um, stuff like um, you know. Making sure to call family members at least once a week. Somebody, hey, or I mean, I talk to my mom multiple times a week. But like, make sure multiple I call times my a day. yeah. Make sure I call my dad. Yeah. Make sure you know I'm I'm making sure I'm making time for you. You know, making time for family is very important. I think. Yeah. Being like, hey, at least a couple times a week. Hey, I'm thinking about you. You know yeah. what I mean? And it, and it might sound shitty that I have to write it down to, to remind myself to contact a friend or a family member, but it's just to keep, it's to keep me in check. Make sure I'm tracking my food. Make sure I'm doing this. Like there's ways to track, especially with technology to make sure, Hey, every day I'm doing this. And there's these actually things on a TikTok, surprisingly I saw to where you put them on the fridge and you slide them. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, I did this today and I did this mm-hmm. today. And our, our lists on our fridge kind of keep me in check too. Oh, absolutely. To being like, hey, I did this and so does our calendar. And and um, I think just sometimes having it in front of you being like, okay, t- that day I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. Those are my tasks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 it's kind of – because we're already, we're already over 50 minutes in. But you, you are very – you have um, many connecting – wires in your brain me yes like you're like um you were you explained to me a couple weeks ago um or even like a month ago where you're like i gotta i have to do this and i have to do this and i have to do that and i have to do this yeah and i'm very like what's that one big task i have to do Mm -hmm. and i want to get that done first no i was explaining it to him like i had seen a tiktok where they were explaining like the difference between like um male and female brains and this is you know it was just a video explaining it, but it was like, it was a wife and she was telling her husband, like, you're thinking about your next five minutes. I'm thinking about, oh, I need to get bread. The kids are going to school tomorrow. It's the first day. They're going to need sandwiches. When am I going to be able to get bread? Because I got to go pick up the dry cleaning and I have to do this and I have to do that. That's how my brain is constantly. Yeah. It's constantly like, as soon as I hit the ground, like as soon as I wake up, I'm like, did I take my Synthroid? 
oh my God, I need to take my temperature. Oh my God, I need to take my night guard out and I need to brush it and I need to wash it. And like, oh my, okay, shit, I need to do this. Like it's a constant like connect. Oh, later I need to go do this and make sure I do this and make sure I do this. It's a constant thing. See, I don't, um, I think I have that in a way. I don't think, I mean, I don't think I don't have the, like the little box theory that I showed you mm-hmm. the video of. I think that's very common and, 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 and I do have that sometimes. But I do think like what, am, what is my, t- I give myself daily tasks. Yeah. What am I tackling today? What do I need to tackle today? Okay, we need groceries done. I got laundry to do. I got a house to clean. And I got this. And if anything gets in that, like the task that I set the day before, if I'm like, okay, these are what I'm going to do tomorrow, it's going to go exactly to plan. And if it doesn't, I lose my shit. Um, I'm like, oh, you th- no, I don't have time. For- I didn't make time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like when my dad asked me to help, I forgot all about that, had no idea, and, that- and I had my whole weekend planned. Yeah. And my dad's like, no, I, I, you said you were going to help me. Now I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> everything went to shit. And you know what? At the end of it, I still got everything done pretty much the Saturday. Mm-hmm. I only had a few things to do Sunday and I got to spend my Sunday gaming most of the day. Oh, yeah. Like, so I still did it and I can, I, I figured it out. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you, on the other hand, you get overwhelmed and you just still like, Maneuver like ma- you just you just kind of go. Meanwhile, I get overwhelmed and I need like five minutes to like punch the air. It feels like <laughs> like I'm not really, but I'm not because I'm not an angry person. But I'm like, why did you have to throw this at me right now? I feel like I'm I'm very more, I feel like I'm more flexible personally. Mm-hmm. Like and it's not a, like a di- like a diss at you. Like I feel like somebody like if you were to call me on my way home, like for example, I got off of work late. You called me and you're like, I need you to get A1s off the way home. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll survive. I didn't say that. I asked her if she could pick Yeah, up. he asked if I could. If not, he was going to run out, which made no sense. I was already driving home. Like, so it's it's very easy to, like, throw something my way because I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I can handle it. Um, but, like, for tools handling, like you were saying, you use the habit tracker. Yeah. For me, most of the time it's in my head. I know I need to do it. However, I do find myself, like, if it's something, like, I know it needs to get done and I'm already feeling overwhelmed, I may forget it, I write it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, in my notes app on my phone and I'm, like, like okay, I need to mail this today. Like, oh, like, perfect example yesterday. I needed to drop off my ballot. I needed to go look for something unrelated. And I needed to... um I can't remember what else it was. I had a couple of things going on. Couple tasks. It was a couple different tasks. And I just like immediately off the bat was like doop, 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 doop. Like just, it was fine. But then there's some days where like, if I know I'm overwhelmed already, I have to write it down or I'm (laughs) going to forget to do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I I mean, we use our calendar, which that like is a nice little reminder during the Mm -hmm. day. Like I can go look the day before and be like, okay, I have to wake up at the, which I wake up at the same time regardless. Like I didn't have class till 830 this morning. But I get up at the same time every day, yeah. which is actually, we learned in our last lesson, it's actually very good for you to wake up and go to sleep at the same time yes. every day. So, Or you can spend your whole night scrolling on TikTok and still wake up. No, I try to go to bed at the same time every day. But I, I track my temperature. Yeah. That's something I do, which you have to do at the same time every day. And I got a pill I have to take at the same time every day. And he takes a pill at the so same time. So we're getting up at 5 so o'clock. So we get up day. anyways. Yeah. So, but at the same time, like, it's using the calendar, using the chore chart, using all these things. It helps come full circle. But it's important to prioritize everything. And sometimes you prioritize something a little more than others. Yes, for but sure. But, like, for example, for us being in a relationship... We plan date nights. Yes. We look at our calendar. We put in everything. Our work schedules, exams, things coming Doctor up. Doctor appointments. Doctor's appointments. Car maintenance. Car, whatever it is. And once it's all that days we get paid, once it's all there, then we go, when can we fit in? Where's two, our window? When can we fit in our date nights? Because yeah. well, we try to do at least two a month. Yeah. It's like we look at it. We're like, do we have any, do we have any days that we're both off? Mm-hmm. Or do we have both any day? Do we both have like days that we're getting we're getting off early? Yeah. Like those are the two days we look at. And we're like, okay, here we go. And luckily, like we've we've been pretty decent. Absolutely. Like we've had the we've had these days to where it's like, oh, boom, boom, boom. We have two. We both have this day off. Um, and I I'm gonna see that. I think we're gonna see that a lot more with Wednesdays now because yeah. the students not work. Be, oh, they're gonna absolutely. they're gonna pick yeah, up. Yeah, because he <laughs> my class of students actually like. Some of them work on his floor, so like having Wednesdays yeah, off. Yeah, so for it's them, just, it's gonna, gonna pick it, up yeah, it works perfectly. Like today, I got early, even though I wasn't supposed to, because people picked up because they don't have school tomorrow. Because they, yeah, yeah. So it just works. Um, but for us, like, it's nice to prioritize things at different times. Like, it's not like saying like 
I'm not saying that I never put our I, I ever put our relationship at the lowest priority, but I feel like everything sits kind of at the same level of priority. And sometimes like this jumps a little higher, this jumps a little lower. It's just like, it's a spectrum mm-hmm. constantly. So it's constantly these moving pieces of like, this is more important to me right now. Okay. This is a little less important that we can just move that back down to neutral. Um, but yeah, using all of these tools and it's like something I really wanted to emphasize is the importance of having that me time. And that's something I really, I feel like I had to drill it to you. Yeah. Was you're allowed to have me time. Because I do feel guilty. You feel guilty. You feel like I'm not allowed to just sit here and have time alone. No, you're absolutely allowed. When that's- Maggie met me, I would have, I would tell myself I had to earn sleep. Yeah, it was sick, actually. It was like, sick in the I head. Got, I got and he so- had to tell me that he, let, had, let, he felt like he had to earn let, his sleep. Let me explain real quick. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'm saying, like, when I when I met Maggie, I was a very um, overly disciplined person. Mm-hmm. I was tracking every calorie that went into my body. I was up every day at the same time. I was going to the gym at the same time. And this might sound like a great life to live for some people. Like, hey, I that's structure, Greg. That's great to have. I like a little chaos. Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. I like, you know, I like the fact that a little bit more that I'm enjoying, like I'm able to have sodas, even though I'm using like the zero sugar and some people might think that's bad for you, but I kind of like having that sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I was drinking nothing but water and I wouldn't have sugar and I would go on three day fast. Um, and, And I was in that predicament. So that was, and we can talk about eating disorders and stuff like that eventually one episode. Yeah, we're both pretty fond of them. Yeah, but we got a few minutes left. And I really, I, and I, I've actually been thinking about this for like the last 15 minutes. I think we should share the worst time in our relationship when it came to time management. When we were on different schedules. I think that's important to end this on. Because like, yes. it, it, we, we made it sound like, oh yeah, we're so great at time managing no. and we did this. There was there a, was a big portion, like six months of time. So we rarely seen each other. Yes. So I will, let me take the lead here. I feel like you've talked most of this stuff. Which is fine. We have a good balance. But um, for me, I was working night shift and I was working a lot, Mm -hmm. like a lot of hours myself. We were both both working quite a bit, like way over time. And with me being on nights and him being on days and he went to nights for a schedule, but then they needed him back on days because they valued him more on day turn. Mm -hmm. They took him back, but, like, when we were both on night turn, it was great. We were vibing. But that was only for a very short time. Only six weeks. The remainder of that time where I was nights and he was days, it was miserable. Yeah. Because the hours that the entire world was awake, I was asleep. And the entire... And then when it was bedtime, like, even days I had off, my sleep schedule was so thrown because I was not on a normal schedule. I would sleep all day, even days I was off. So it was shitty because if we both had a day off, he was awake and I was out. And I tried so hard to be awake and I just couldn't. And it was very difficult to schedule dates. it It was so hard to schedule dates. And then I would try so hard to be awake and I just couldn't. And then we would turn around and it'd be bedtime and he'd be asleep. And I was so sad because I was awake alone. I couldn't call anybody. I couldn't talk to anybody because nobody else I knew was awake. And I'm like, now me tearing up. But like, it was it was so hard on my mental health. It was so hard on our relationship. It's not like we were like going to break up. But like, it was hard because we did not have, we didn't see each other. We saw each other in passing. Sometimes. Sometimes we didn't, we went days. Almost. We, we lived together and we never saw each other because he would get off at 7 and I'd have to be at work by 6.30. Yeah. And then I would get home. After 7, he'd already be gone because he'd have to be at work at 6.30. So, like, we went without seeing each other for almost a whole week. Sometimes, One yeah. day, it was It was so long. that even And then even when we did see each other, it was so brief. Because I would get home and it'd be, like, 7, 7.30 in the morning. And you would be still asleep. So, I'd crawl in next to you, sleep for a few minutes. But then you'd be up and you'd be doing what you needed to do because there was no reason for you to sleep anymore. And then you would, you know, be coming to bed and I'm sitting there awake and I feel so guilty that I can't sleep next to you. But I was so restless because I had slept all day. Um, That was just such a miserable time. And I'm so happy that we're on the same schedule now. More or less, yeah. More or less on the same schedule. Like, the fact that I can go to bed at the same time with you Mm -hmm. is amazing. And that's very hard for a lot of couples that do that. And granted, I miss night turn. (laughs) I miss... 
the environment. I liked, I liked the vibe of nights, but at the same time, those pros and cons, these, the pros of day turn is so much better for my family than mm-hmm. it is for my own like personal gain. You for, know what I mean? For your um, career, for, you for know, my, not career, um, oh, uh, for your job life. Yeah. Your employee. For life. my work life balance, night turn is just not where it needed to be for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we are in no means like, oh yeah, we've had this all figured out. This has been like a learning curve for sure. Cause even before we met, like we kind of had our own routines and our own things going on. And once you are with somebody, it merges for sure. And then you're not only taking into account your schedule, you're taking into account your other person's schedule. So it's definitely something different it's different that's Mm -hmm. the best way to describe it i don't know your thoughts on that now i i would i would and and, and to finish this up here um i think it was very very difficult to um to like i said to to have that balance to have the to come home and and you weren't there or to be like and granted, I had, I had some really good, um, really good times having my alone time. I'm not going to say I didn't. Like, I was able to, like, get more schoolwork done and stuff because I wasn't, like, there was no distraction. And, like, not calling you a distraction. <laughs> but, like, I'm saying, like, I, that, that free time by myself is good for me to focus on school. Um, but I can, I do that now when you're working on the weekends, but I still see you. I still get to go to bed with you. I still get to, we still get those, that two, three hours before bed, four hours, whatever, mm-hmm. to kind of just, you know, One catch day. up or co- talk about our day or just kind of go into conversation. Um, and that's really important. And I think, um, I don't know if about next episode, but definitely one of these episodes, I, I want to fo- emphasize the importance of communication. Healthy communication. Um, communication. Um, Because, like, we've had unhealthy communication, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Even our, like, question today was, like, how do you feel about yelling during an argument? Yeah. And I don't know what you said. I can't remember what you said. Yeah. And, but it's difficult. And for those couples, um, man, woman, what does it matter? Like, um, if you're, you and your partner, if you guys are on, and I use guys as a broad term, not, like, Mm -hmm. not gender. Um, If any, if any, you guys, you know, you... You guys are on different shifts or different schedule. That is such a hard thing because, you know, if you get to see each other in passing, I think that's great. I think it's like, hey, at least you can say, hey, have a good sleep. I'm going to work. Love you. Bye. See you in passing again. And at least you get that few moments of interaction. We were so opposite that we didn't even have that. Like, there was no passing. It was very sad. It was it was such a hard time. And I went to nights to try to, you know, keep us on the same schedule. And that, that was pretty nice. That was okay. It's nice for us to both be awake at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, I went back days and that was sad. But honestly, I, after I went, and I went back for one night shift and I was like, this is miserable. Mm-hmm. I was like, because when I was in it, it was fine. But I tell you what, if you're, I mean, if you're a nighttime person, I get it. If you're more awake in the night, I understand night shift. But man, now I feel like night shift takes years off your life. Personally. It does actually. There's been a study shown that those that work night shift are actually more likely to have a heart attack. Oh really? Yeah, at it's a younger it's age. it's miserable. It is miserable. But, but no, I'm happy that we we let everybody know that hey, it's okay. Um, it, it's it's okay to be it's it, it's okay. I think it's okay to be upset with your per, your partner being on a different schedule. Because, like, I was – sometimes I was upset that you were on nights. I was like, why can't you just – like, in my head, I was like, why can't you just switch to days? Like, that way we can actually have time together. But you never voiced that. No, I didn't because I didn't because I didn't think it was – it wasn't worth it. It wasn't me being, like – because I seen how happy you were on the night shift in terms of, like, your work life balance, like, your work schedule I liked, balance. I liked the You liked vibe. the environment. There was less, less micromanaging. There was less eyes. Like, I get that. You were able to kind of just – be in your groove Mm -hmm. and that was great and i seen that thrived in your work plus the pay was better yeah so i was like yeah and i was like you know what she likes nights i'm not gonna voice it it's gonna be okay and i did internalize it to where i was angry at you like if you ever get angry at your partner because they're on a different schedule please let them know that's very important i wasn't that but i was just like man it'd be so much easier with you on days and then when you were on school you were like oh should i go back day shift or actually go nights and i was like what is the pros and cons here 
You were probably like, this is my chance to go to date. Yeah, I was plotting. (laughs) I was plotting. I had like $1 million. Um, (laughs) That's not a lot of money. Um, But anyways, um, but then I was like, look at the pros and cons. You're going to be on day shift technically all week. And then you're going to come in and work two night shifts. And then go back to day shift. Like, you're going to be messed you, up. You really brought me full circle to be like, Maggie, you're going to kill yourself if yeah. you if you try to flip-flop that Well, we frequently. have the, the one girl um, who's our night, who took my night shift. She's still a night shift. I don't know how she's she, like she, she She says it's not too bad, but she gets up Friday morning, goes to clinicals, goes home, tries to nap, she says, but can't, and then stays up all night Friday. So she's up for almost 24 hours yeah, before not, she goes to bed. It's not safe. It's not. And I try to explain that to her. Like, hey, it's that's not a good system. It's but, I mean, fun. hey, that's her, her right to mm-hmm. do what she wants to do. Well, but she's I, actually in the opposite group. So she has the opportunity for a longer nap. But Yeah. Anyways, but whatever. I explained to you um, when you were asking if I should go back days or nights, I was like, look, you're going to be day shift. It's going to only make sense for you to stay on days. Mm-hmm. Like, all, through your work as well. But... I think it's also important to say, hey, don't ever make it feel like roommates. Make the time. Yeah. If you feel yourself slipping in that roommate yeah. stage, you got to make a change quick. You got to make a change. You have to voice it. And I get these conversations for some people can be difficult because, you know, say you work at Night Shift and I came to you and be like, Maggie, this is really hurting me. Now, granted, you might have been like, I know, but the pay's better. And, you know. If you would have came to me and said, Maggie, this is killing me. Yeah. You would have like, went back I, to days. I would have immediately been like, after the schedule, I got to go back to days. Yeah. You would have went back to days. But I think there's a lot of problems where it's like some people, maybe maybe you're in a relationship and your partner really likes their job, but they only can work nights. Like, because their job doesn't have anything for days. Mm-hmm. And they're making good money. You guys are going to have to figure something out. You guys are going to have to. Because I mean, I'm not going to say like, just stay on night. Like, you could stay on nights and they can stay on days maybe. But maybe trying to be like once a week, just making time to be like, look. I gotta do, you gotta talk to your bosses because it's, it, I'm sorry, I don't think any job is worth risking your personal life happiness. No. 100%. Or, or, or I don't think it's worth affecting those you really love, their happiness as well. Oh, absolutely. So I think it's very important to voice up and be like, hey, this is, this is not working. And then I want our relationship to thrive and this is the opposite. I think that's just very, very important. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, like I said, if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, I mean... A lot of people, that is like a normalcy. It works. They can work around it. And that's awesome. For me personally and for you and I... It was not. It was not. It was not working. No. This was not working. And like I said, we were never at the point where I was like, we need to break up. It was just like, I missed you. And it was so weird coming home to an empty house. Yeah. It wasn't like you lived there at all. It, it was like I was living with a ghost. Yeah. Like, you would come and go. Like, things would get done. But then I never saw you. Yeah. And so, it, it was it was, it was was really sad. It was very it was a very tough time. It wasn't a great time. Anyways, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, good, I think good first real episode. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, so, anyways... Um, I'm Greg. And I'm Maggie. Follow us at The Ready or Not um, uh, at YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And uh, I will t- we will talk to you guys later.